Hey guys, welcome back and happy October. Spooky season is literally in full form, full effect. I can't believe how fast time is going. Soon it's going to be Christmas. I feel like between October and December, like the days, the weeks just fly by. And I'm starting to think about Christmas shopping. I started saving, but then I stopped. So I definitely need to get back on that wagon because I feel like I have a lot of people to buy Christmas gifts for. Have you guys started shopping? Let me know. Um, message me or DM me on either Twitter at That's So Lex or Instagram at The Financial Flex Podcast and let me know if you've started saving for Christmas yet. So have you ever wanted to do your own thing in terms of work and a career, but you were too scared to take that leap, whether it was money issues or just self-doubt, negative thoughts? Well, on today's episode, I hope you gain a little bit of courage and some great insight from today's guest, Toby Corrade. Toby is an Atlanta-based artist and producer who quit his full-time job almost a year ago to pursue his passion. He's now making a living off selling beats online and engineering for recording artists. We talk about how he took that leap of faith, managing his money, and more. I do want to say that if you enjoy this podcast or any other episode, be sure to leave a rating and a review. Um, Also, thanks for all of your support via social media. All of the screenshots, reposts, and likes just make me so happy. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Who is Toby? I'm just a dude trying to make it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a producer, uh, engineer, um, now artist, that's just trying to freelance and make ends meet by doing not the nine to five typical job type deal. So, gotcha. Yeah. Well, we'll definitely get get into that because you did go to school, right. but you chose uh, unconventional. I wouldn't even say unconventional because people are like the new generation's way of yeah, yeah. of doing things. Um, for you, growing up, how was money discussed in your house? Like, what, like, what are your earliest memories of, of money? Um, I don't, I feel like it wasn't discussed, it was just kind of like, I wouldn't say unspoken rule. Like, it's just like, earlier in my earlier childhood, I lived in Norcross, I don't know if really, people know what that is, but it's like still suburbs of Atlanta, but it wasn't necessarily the best place, but then we moved to Swanee, which is like, okay. So we had like a huge house, like five bedroom house, and it was big. Like, and I only knew like we had some type of money because every time someone comes to our house, they're like, "Dang, your house is big." And I was like, "Oh, I keep hearing that a lot." So, and I go to their house, it's like, "Okay, this is actually not as big as our house." So, I think that kind of gave me the idea that we had some type of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think. But my dad was has always been like a conscious spender. He's always like trying to save a buck here and there, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's to his detriment because. It's just like you didn't really get a quality product, so now you're putting more money into it type mm, deal. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, growing up, I think we had definitely had. Um, they both, my mom and my dad, both had businesses, so mm-hmm. we've definitely had some money coming in. Um, Do you remember your parents sitting you down and like talking to you about money at all? Like for what? For what? For what? <laughs> I, mean, I just lived. I mean, I was a kid. I'm not ta- like. Yeah. What about, about money? Like, what about as you got older? Um. Also, my mom ever did. I mean, my dad, as I say, he's always just trying to save money some, here, some way or another. Mm-hmm. So, 
I wouldn't say they really like, talked to me, talked to me about money, but it was kind of I feel like that is kind of rubbed off on me from my dad, just like, dang, like, how can I save money? Like, yeah. what can I buy? Like, can I get the cheapest thing? And then, but I also kept in mind like I still need to be quality in some some way or another. Yeah. So I guess my mom and dad are kind of opposite. My mom really likes quality things, and my mm-hmm. dad does it. Dad, so yeah. it's kind of a little bit of both. But I think I took more from my dad than my mom. Gotcha. So today, how do you like how how is your relationship with money? Like right now, as of today, uh, I wouldn't even say I'm doing that. Uh, I'm in a weird. Like, I think the summer's just kind of weird for me. I think I did like I'm doing something I really rarely do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm still conscious of what I'm spending, but I. I would say I'm spending more than I normally do at the moment, but now I'm kind of looking at it and like, okay, let me go back to my old self because mm-hmm. I, I don't like making all these impulse purchases that I'm doing. So. so why do you think you're you're spending more now in this season of life just because you're kind of like, hey, I want to enjoy my life a little bit or is it because it's like more like you see it as an investment? Exactly. That's okay. a, it's more of an investment type of deal. So I know, like I really know it's going to work. It's going to make sense later on, but mm-hmm. sometimes I still like second guess it. Um, but yeah, it's more of an investment type type deal now. But I still can be more strategic about it and make sure that I'm, you know, thinking like logically, like investing. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Strate- well, I guess strategically works. Just you know, yeah. strategically investing um, where where I need to be, and not just throwing money here for something that might work. Where I know I can throw money here, and I know I'm going to guarantee to get something out of it. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's let's take it back a couple of years when you were in school and you know you spent all that time in school and then you got you walked across that stage got your degree and then a few months into working you were like "Mm, this isn't for me so you quit your job and now you're pursuing your passion so kind of like talk to like talk to me about that like from that like the very first like inkling you knew that I think so I I, I worked at like a help desk type job mm-hmm. so I went to go for like IT for like information systems so I got a job I was working at Starbucks at the time and I just met a customer she's like oh yeah like I do help desk stuff so I was like okay this is at least an uh, upgrade from that um, so I did that instead but it still wasn't really IT based I want to say it was just kind of like help desk but it was easy so I was like oh cool I'm, I can just sit down and talk to people and make money so kind of with that job came the luxury of me having time to read like when I didn't have calls so me reading books actually was I think a big factor in me not uh, wanting to do that because hmm. what books were you reading at the time I was actually reading like a lot of like well I would say stuff I was reading like autobi- yo, more like autobiographies like by black people like it wasn't <laughs> I don't know I just feel like but they're entertainers like Sean Man the Guy like Kevin Hart Gucci Mane's just like black successful people that wrote books and I was like damn like I want to be like them and this is not the path I need to be taking so I mean that was kind of the start I also read my brother's book. I'm just going to shamelessly plug that in. Plug in. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just reading books, usually by, I think, like black authors. I mean, there's other ones too, but that. And I was just like, hey, like these people are doing it. Their story is not saying they were working at a desk job, you know, doing this. I was like, let me. That was kind of the start of it. And I was like, you know what? Like, I've been making music for a minute and I know I have quality sounds. It's just really about, you know, marketing, right? Which I'm still working on now. Mm-hmm. But. At the time, I was like, no, I'm just going to save some money, and boom, I'm just going to quit. So, I mean, I probably had that, before I quit, I probably thought of it for like a good four months, you know, and I was just like, okay, I'm just going to save up, like, I, think I didn't even save it that much. I want to save up like probably like $1,500 or something, but 
I was just like, hey, I'm just going <laughs> to save up some money and um, go for it. So that's what I did. Wow. So were you scared to do that? Like, were you like, oh, my goodness, what if this doesn't work out? Or what if this doesn't work out the way I intended for it? Yes and no. But I mean, like, I feel like I always have a backup plan in a sense. I, I was like, if worse comes work, worse, I can just go work at Wendy's. You know what I mean? Like, it's not mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, I have bills to pay. But at the moment, my bills are not that much because I live with three roommates and we live in a house. So it's like, it's not that expensive. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is the perfect time for me where I don't have any kids. You know, I'm not like... There's not a lot of things I have to pay for, so I feel like this is definitely the perfect time for me to quit my job where my rent's cheap and do that. Was there like a certain quote or something that kept you motivated, that kept you like in, like kept you focused? I go in and out of that. Um, well, focus. I mean, like I know what I'm doing. Like I'm, I know I'm definitely not working. So, but I mean, I think it's just more just my faith in God and really like and just having that undeniable faith that things will work out in the long run so I think that's really, really, really what it is and just you know so you, have to, you have to believe in something so if you don't then you kind of messed you kind of curse on here or? yeah okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> um I saw that's why I look at it so um yeah just I just know things are gonna work out I can't necessarily say this is gonna be the time and pinpoint this this is this is what's gonna happen but I know I'm doing small investments here and there that it's all gonna come back Circle, so. so it's more just like having that strong belief system and having that faith that keeps you motivated. It's sure. not like you have like a quote or something like right. hung up on your wall. Um, I just read. Uh, shout out to Mr. Financial Flex for uh, let me re- read Think and Grow Rich. <laughs> I just read that, and that kind of talked about you know just kind of tricking your subconscious as well to have just to think positive things. I mean, I've read all the other books too. Just kind of you have to have the positive mindset to win. If you don't, even Gary Vee talks about it like. You can win, but you're probably not going to. You're probably not going to be happy either. So, yeah. Um, you really have to, I guess, trick your brain. I would say, or just form good habits of, you know, speaking positive things. So, I recently just did like made a whole positive affirmation sheet that I try to read every every morning and every evening, or before I go to sleep. And then, like on the back of it, I have like a list of like things to remember. So, just trying to just motivate motivate myself. So I'm tricking my subconscious basically. Yeah. So like, dang, like I said, I'm going to do this, I'm this, I'm this, and that. So let me stick to what I said I am. You know? Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking of, I have these sticky notes. They're somewhere around here that I'm going to like tape to our bathroom mirror with like affirmations yeah. for me to like, because yeah, I think it's really important to trick your brain or just kind of like force yourself into thinking like positive things because sure. um, I actually heard this the other day at Bible study and it was like negative thoughts equals a negative life mm. and like I was like, do you guys really believe that? And everyone in the room was like, yes. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, that's true. So I definitely want to put more positivity, like, into also, myself. shout out to another book, The Four Agreements. <laughs> um, same thing. Let's talk about that as well. Just, you know, like, you be impeccable with your word. And one thing that said that uh, stuck to me was you, like, saying something negative about yourself is, like, sinning, basically. Like, you're sinning against yourself. Like, mm. why would you not want to be... The greatest, not necessarily the greatest, but just like better person. Just or, be your best. Right. So that's something that I try to, if I like, if I say something that I feel like it's kind of negative, I try to take it back immediately and just like, just say the opposite pretty mm-hmm. much. And you're, you're a pretty positive person, I feel like. I feel like you're super positive. One oh, of the yeah. most positive people I know, so. Well, I'm glad I, I can be positive. Yeah. I, I like, one of my purposes on this earth is I feel is to help people grow and inspire, or help people grow and inspire them as well, so. If I'm not doing that, then I'm not fulfilling my purpose. So. No, you definitely are. Definitely are inspiring people. 
Myself included. Yeah. Um, so when you were making that decision, did money ever cross your mind? Were you ever like, uh, I can't do this because I don't have enough money or money just never? Because I know for me, I'd be like, I can't quit my job. Like, I'm, how am I going to? Of course, I thought about money. <laughs> like, I was just like, I do have bills paid, but I was just like, I know I can save up this much and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I can make this much a month, which wasn't the case, but I mean, I always found some something to do to you know, make sure I made ends meet. Mm-hmm. So me doing this, it wasn't like, hey, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna be like rich in a month. I just wanted to see if I could do it and it'd be sustainable. That's mm-hmm. really what it was. And of course, some months were better than others, but I mean, I'm, it's almost been a year and I'm definitely haven't had to work nine to five, so I guess it is. But now, I'm, that's why I'm saying I'm planning now, cause like, okay, it's sustainable, but some months I'm like, dang, I really wish I had a little bit more money. So mm-hmm. now I'm trying to really plan and be more business minded about it, which I, that's the only reason I wish I planned earlier, but I mean, it's, it's all for, it all works in favor. Yeah. My favorite so, so now since you don't have your traditional nine to five, what are your, what are your ways for making money now? Uh, um, m- make, making beats, putting it online, uh, selling, well, and engineering, I think that's engineering. Probably, probably make my most money right now. Just doing recording sessions and mixing. Uh, that's really the two. Mm-hmm. Um, here and there, I do like background work, like background acting. Um, but I would say just making beats and engineering. Uh, really trying to release, make on loop packs. I'm trying to find other things I know I have talents in that I can actually you know monetize. make loop, yeah, monetize and make lucrative. Um, yeah. So that's, that comes with the planning. I feel like I I have things I know I can use. I just have to present it right so people actually want to buy it. How do you ensure that you have enough funds to cover your monthly expenses? I know, I can, obviously I know how much my bills are and some some are fixed, others are kind of fluctuate. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just kind of like have a general idea of like how much I need a month and I just try to get that out of the way. I think where I, what kind of messed me up, like I'll say I was doing stuff differently, is I usually kind of just pay it as it comes. Like I knew I, I, just, I needed enough for this much because that bill's coming up on this day. But what I tried doing, which I thought would work, was just paying my rent ahead of time and then doing that. But I feel like that kind of set me back. So I'm trying to just get back into my normal groove of just paying it. Like, I know this is due on the 15th. So, of course, I want to have enough by the 15th for this. Um, but, yeah. I just, I, I mean, I want to say I have, like, a certain plan for that. I'm just like, hey, I know this is coming up, mm-hmm. so I'm, whatever it takes, I'm going to make sure I have it for that. Gotcha. So you're just aware of your bills, and you make sure that on the day that they're due, you have enough money so that you're able to pay it off. Mm-hmm. Cool. Ranking money on a list of things that are important to you, where does that where does that fall? That's a tricky question. Like, what else is important? And not, 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 not saying that money is the most important thing, but like... What is at, at once again at this time it's not it's definitely not the most important thing <laughs> I don't think it ever will be the most important thing um, but it definitely is because I mean I just, I think I live good now but I definitely want to live even better and you know, just have that financial stability and financial freedom really uh, I still have loans too so um, it's definitely important and I mean I know it's not now but I know I'm gonna be at a point where I can actually use it as a tool like people that really have money wealthy people use money as a tool not as some like something they need you know what i mean mm-hmm. so they just use it for it to grow for them so yeah um i mean that's the end all one the end i'll be all but 
yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. It's important, but. So if you had to rank it one in a list of one through five, one being super important, five being not important at all, it'd probably fall somewhere in the middle for you. Yeah. Like maybe three or yeah, four. Two, yeah, I was actually two or three. Like it's two still it's still definitely important, but it's not the most important thing. I mean. Knowing what you know now about, you know, you just mentioned your student loans, so obviously you have student loans. Right. Do you think that you still would have pursued your degree? Being that, like, if you had the insight, like, if you could have told 18-year-old Toby, like, hey, you're going to get a job for, you know, X amount of months, quit it, and pursue what you're really passionate about, which is music, don't, would you tell your 18-year-old self, sign the dotted lines, take out those loans, or would you tell yourself, you know what, just hustle and grind any way you can, like? Yeah, like, the issue with that question is just my 18-year-old self, like, <laughs> and just me in general, like. Because if I was to go back in time and tell my 18-year-old self anything, I would like think about it. I'd be like, okay, I just met my future self. Cool. Hey, yeah. I, I would ponder it. I would really think about it. Cause I, was, I feel like I have an open mind. And then I would just disregard it. Like, literally, that's what I would do. Like, yeah. So it's not that I wouldn't even listen or like hear what I'm saying. It's just that it's like, cool. Because... I feel like I, I I learn by experience really. So like someone could tell me something until but until I really go through it, it's just hard for me to like even if I understand it, I still kinda have to go through, go it, through it. You know, so I think in in my case, everything happened for a reason and that's why I am where I am today. Um So you don't feel like having your loans is kind of a waste since you're not technically like quote unquote using your degree? No, I mean I still learn stuff in college. Like I mean College itself is a scam, I think, <laughs> for how much they're paying, like how much you have to pay for it. But I mean, I can't say I didn't learn anything from college. Like I still made great relationships and you know, built things, and I still learned things that I probably wouldn't if I, or I might have, but it might have taken me ten years. So I still have a fundamental. Like I went to business school, so I still have fundamentals in business as well. Um, I through that I had to go to a, I went to a music and business entertainment program, so I still learned things that. I don't think it was worth that much money, but I mean, I can't really argue with that if everybody else that's going to college is paying them the same amount of money. What's one myth that you've heard about just money in general? Or it could be a myth or just one weird quote or just something that you've heard about money that you're just like, wait, what? That's so weird. Um, I don't know. I mean... I think it's more like a fact. I think you told me, or I'm pretty sure I've seen it before, but you no, know, like, I think not a lot of people have enough in their savings or oh, don't yeah. have savings for like an emergency. Mm -hmm. um, but with that, also, I feel like um, having money in the stock market is better than having money in the, sav uh, in the savings account if you're really trying to grow money. Because uh, savings, you're not really going to make that much money if it's in the savings account. Uh, their interest rates are low. Within the stock market, then I mean it's gonna go up. I mean mm -hmm. it can go down too, but you gotta be you gotta be strategic about it. But yeah. I remember meeting one of my friends, like he's really good with business and his parents were off too. And I remember hanging out with him, he was telling me the same thing. He was I was like, Hey man, like I don't know, I brought something about the savings. He's like, bro, I don't have a savings account. I just have stock like I just do stocks. Like that's my savings account. I, and like, I thought about it, I was like, you know, you're crazy man and then like two two weeks later I really thought about it. I was like, I mean like I already knew the concept of that and the compound interest like within the stock market. But I thought about it. I was like, I mean, he's right. Like, of course, you want to have something that you can, oh, like if something worse to happen, you can liquidate you can quickly. quick. Yeah. yeah. But if you're really trying to save money and have it 
build up, you probably want to be in the stock market. Yeah. Or have bonds or whatever it is. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's pretty solid advice. I think definitely getting invested into the stock market. Right. I think that's good because you're you make your money work for you when it goes further. Right. But I definitely think it's also good to have liquid cash for on sure. hand. For sure. It's a balance. Yeah, but, definitely balance. Settling back to 18-year-old Toby, right. if you could give him any advice on how to handle money or anything, what would you tell him? I'll tell him, stop going to the strip club <laughs> because sparkles and star do not care about you. No, I'm sorry, I never did a strip club. I don't think I'll ever go to one. Oh um, my gosh, I went to one <laughs> once and I was just like, I don't, this isn't for me. Right. Um, I don't know, man. I would just say, I would just try to tell him to invest in yourself more, really. Um, I think I already was, but not in the right way, so I'll try to sh- maybe show them the right ways. But once again, I don't know if I really would take that advice either way. Kind of like, bro, like, thank you. I appreciate what you're telling me, but I'm still going to do what I want yeah. type deal. Turn your losses into W's. That's the Alice Green code. Shout out to Alice Green. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Green. Yeah.